0: Welcome to Revenge of the Creeps and Other Scary Stories. I'm Natalie and I'm six years old. And do you know what I love? I love scary stories! Today I'm going to tell part three of the story Revenge of the Creeps. Which is the final chapter of this fun and scary story. Wait a second. Have you listened to part one and part two yet? If you have, email me at revengeed stories gmail.com and let me know what you thought of Elena, Elizabeth, and Elliot adventures in haunted galveston texas if you haven't listened yet you better stop right now and go back and listen you won't want to miss it today is a very special day because today is the day before halloween that means all the ghosts and goblins are ready to come out. the last episode, I said I was going to be an evil mermaid for Halloween. My little brother was going to be Captain America. My dad was going to be Kung My mom was going to be a mom. Guess what? We all changed our minds. I'm actually going to be a witch. My costume is cute too. It's all black with shiny rainbow colors all around. I have a cool black broom that I'm going to carry. And I have a cute hat that matches my dress. The hat fits on a headband so it looks extra cute. My little brother is going to be Iron Man. He doesn't know Iron Man doesn't have a sword. He kind of wanted to be like a ninja Iron Man. Which I think isn't a cool idea. My mom's going to be Honey Lemon from the movie Big Hero 6. They made A cool purse that looks just like Honey Lemons. It has a computer screen on the front and everything. Well, my dad's still going to be Fury. He said it's from a really funny movie on YouTube. But that's inappropriate for me and my brother to see until we're 18 years old. This past week, we've been having lots of fun getting ready for Halloween. We went to the pumpkin patch with my grandparents and my cousin Austin, who, by the way, is 18. We carved pumpkins, and my my dad roasted pumpkin seeds, and my mom made mini pumpkin pies, which were delicious! I carved two pumpkins. One looks like a kitty, which is starting to mold, and one looks like a devil, which is really starting to mold. My brother has two pumpkins, too. One looks like Jack from The Nightmare Before Christmas, and one has Mr. Potato Head pieces stuck on it. It looks like a superhero pumpkin, and it doesn't even have a mouth. It has a P for a mouth. Say what? What costumes did you choose for, for Halloween? What did you carve in your pumpkins? I want to know. Email me or send a message on Facebook. Remember last week when I was in Galveston broadcasting my story? Well, I want to tell you where I am right now. I'm still at the haunted historic east end of Galveston, Texas. I just love this place. I wanted to stay here for Halloween so I could see for myself all the haunted ghosts come out. Now remember, ask your mom or dad to look up a picture of Bishop's Palace in Galveston so you you can see where the inspiration for the location of my story is. Such a beautiful and spooky place. The next day at school, Rachel said to Lizzie, Can you meet me tonight at the park by your house at sunset? I want to show you something really cool. Lizzie said, I would love to. Lizzie was so excited to be invited by her new friend and couldn't wait for what Rachel had plans for that night. while the Robinson family ate dinner. Her dad was working late at his new job. Lizzie, Lady Elena, and Ellie sat around the ancient table in the dining room with Jackie, eating some strange kind of meat that Lizzie couldn't recognize. Lizzie knew that her stepmom, Jackie, wouldn't let her go to the park, so she just didn't tell her. After Dinner, Lizzie said, I have a lot of homework, so I'll be up in my room. She was safely up in her room. She got ready, ninja style, to sneak out of the house to meet Rachel after she was ready in her black long sleeve shirt, long black pants, and black shoes. She topped the outfit off with a black ski hat. Oh yeah, ninja style baby, she thought in her head. She noticed out the window of her room, a pipe running from the gutter above that led down to the ground. She thought, that's not too hard, and climbed down, little by little, down the pipe, and jumped up to the blow with a bump. Oh yeah, she slowly made her way over to the park next to her house to wait for Rachel. As she walked over, she heard a strange noise coming from the cemetery. Rachel, she called, but blew her long blonde hair. In the night, she nervously searched the dark cemetery for her new friend. terrified to see Jackie in a grave, feasting as she had seen the night before. Lizzie walked up behind the grave that held atop a giant person gargoyle. Out jumped Rachel! Oh my gosh! I'm so glad to see you! I was looking for you! Lizzie gasped. Rachel said quietly with eerie confidence, her eyes giddled and rang in the moonlight. Take my hand," she said between breaths. Lizzie grabbed hold of her hand, which felt a scratch. Suddenly, Rachel pushed Lizzie down and lunged toward her neck. Lizzie pushed back, feeling terrified and confused. "Get off of me!" yelled Lizzie. Rachel moved closer. One in the moonlight, Lizzie watched as. Fangs grew from Rachel's mouth. Then Rachel, eyes glimmering with excitement, dove toward Lizzie's neck. Ah! Just as Rachel's fangs touched Lizzie's neck, an arrow was shot through Rachel's back and poked out her chest. For you, huh? Rachel stood up, at first confused and then confidently twists her arms around in the weirdest way, reached to her back, and pulled out the bloody arrow! (gasps) Rachel crouched to the ground and scanned the the cemetery for evil eyes, licked the blood off the tip of the arrow, then sneered at Lizzie and threw the arrow to the ground. Then she jumped, probably thirty feet, to the branch of an old oak tree above. Behind a moss covered gravestone sat Veronica, Alina, and Margot. Veronica pointed a flashlight toward the trees above them to find Rachel, looking more like a bat than a girl, perching right above them. With her white fangs and evil eyes shining in the moonlight, Rachel looked to Veronica in fright to see her. Elena and Marco covered from head to toe in black, just like they had been at school. Lizzie also noticed round their necks necklaces filled with iron bells and garlic. Suddenly, Veronica reached out from from behind her for another arrow. She pulled the arrow back on her bow and aimed carefully for Rachel up in the tree. As the arrow pierced the night sky, Lizzie could hear a rustling of the trees, footsteps running through the leaves. Did Rachel get away? What just happened? Veronica stepped toward Lizzie and held her hands out. Come on, I think you're ready to know the truth. Stunned, Lizzie followed Veronica, Alina, and Margo to Lizzie's house, which was just steps away, and watched, astonished. As they climbed the old bricks up to her house, Lizzie, feeling scared and not wanting to be outside with Rachel the vampire, climbed the bricks after them. As they reached the fourth floor, Veronica pulled a window open and climbed in, Lizzie, last to slip into the window, looked around a dark and library, which, with a book stacked from the floor all the way to the ceiling, felt too terrified to speak, running countering to Lizzie. Oh, had yeah, a feeling Rachel was a vampire. Every year, there's one or two of them in school. She had all of the signs, always acted fake, never wanted to let out in the sun, never wore anything with metal, never ate anything with garlic. Classic signs, Lizzie. Those are the classic signs. How did you learn all of this, Lizzie Stammer? It's a long story. My dad was a famous vampire hunter. He went missing three years ago, but he left me a key to a secret chest. Alina's grandfather was also a vampire hunter. And so was Margot. Together, we have put the clues together, which led us to the attic of this house. House we live now with Jacqueline Jackie Orfeo. Veronica paused and turned away. Lizzie, you need to see this. Veronica walked over to a corner in an enormous and ancient wooden chest, which was bathed. In moonlight, from the full moon shining through the windows, and pulled out the key which had been hidden on a string around her neck. She pulled it out and opened the chest. Our clues led to this house, led to her stepmom. Look at this. Veronica reached into the dusty chest and pulled out some old leather-bound books. She quickly searched through the pages and finally stopped, with her finger pointing to an old faded picture in the book. Does she look familiar? Lizzie looked at the picture. The old black and white picture was of a woman with a huge old-fashioned hat and a long dress, whipping in what looked like strong winds, saying, standing in front of the house they were now. The woman in the picture was... JACKIE! Lizzie's hairs stood up on the back of her neck. She looked at the caption of the photo which read, Orfield Castle, September 8, 1900. She read out loud, That was the day the hurricane came, cried Lizzie. Exactly have been preparing for this. The storm was created by the vampires and the souls of all that were lost in the storm are now ready for their revenge. This Friday will be exactly 100 years, years after the storm. The vampires and the lost souls are preparing for the final fight for the island. It will be an epic Battle never before seen. We want you to help us. But how can I help? Asked Lizzie. We not know it, Lizzie. You are here for a reason. Have you noticed anything since you've been in this house, Lizzie? You thought about the terrifying glowing eyes in the mirror in her room, the scratching sounds and voices in her closet, seeing Jackie in the cemetery. Yes, I've heard creeps in my room, voices, but Veronica, I need to be honest. This isn't the first time I've heard voices. I have special powers. My girl interrupted her. I knew it! Lizzie continued. I have had powers ever since my mom died a few years ago. I thought it was just for fun. Just for my sister, brother, and I to talk when we needed each other. Veronica grabbed Lizzie by the shoulders. Don't you see? Don't you see what is happening? You are meant to be here now. You are the chosen one to help us. What did the voices in your room say? Lizzie thought back. They said, "You will all be here for you. Veronica turned the pages in the book. She read out loud, in the days before the epic battle between the lost souls and vampires, the, the lost souls, will choose the chosen one that will lead them to seek the revenge. They are here for you, Lizzie. Take us to where you heard them. Lizzie led Veronica, Alina, and Margo down the steps to her room on the second floor. Pulled the blanket off the giant mirror. Talk to them, Veronica whispered. Lizzie shut her eyes and tried to communicate with the feet as she had learned to do with her brother and sister. Suddenly, six sets of glowing eyes stared back at them. She had summoned the creeps! Lizzie, you thought we were creeps in the night, but we were really the lost souls of all those that had died in the hurricane 100 years ago. People think we died from the storm, but years before the hurricane, the vampires had been taking control of the town in secret. They had created the hurricane to take the land they thought to be rightfully theirs. We are all here now to take back our homes, our island, and our lives. We are not here by accident. Jackie knew of your power. She put your mom on the other side here with us. Keep her out of the way. stole you, your siblings, and your dad from your home in Seattle. We ask you to... Help us to defeat the vampires once and for all. Lizzie felt furious and her eyes glowed hot with anger as she stared into the mirror. As her need for revenge grew, the eyes inside the mirror began to form ghost-like figures and stepped out of the mirror into her bedroom. Veronica, Alina, and Margot looked knowingly at Lizzie, prepared for what was going to happen next. Lizzie and her army of creeps were ready for revenge. Lizzie, so angry she could hardly breathe, felt a power she never had before. She watched as her books began flying around the room, her favorite Teddy whipping inches from her face. She had no fear, only the growing power of revenge. She felt her body lift from the ground and locked them in, in unison with the lost souls. She looked to Veronica, Alina, and Margot, who had been training for years to hunt the vampires, who had ravaged their island, and terrorized generations of their families. One of the lost souls reached out a bloody arm through the cloth, covering its deformed body. In a familiar voice it said, Busy girl, drink this. Lizzie grabbed a vial filled with shimmering silver liquid, opened it, and drank it. Lizzie and her army flew into Elena's room, with her army behind her, where her sister and brother lay asleep. She placed her hands over their eyes, raising them into a dreamlike state. The wind began to howl outside and the window slammed open, breaking the glass across the floor. Alina Margot lifted Elena, and Veronica lifted Elliot, carried them safely out of the house. As Veronica carried little Ellie out of the room, they passed a mirror, and Lizzie thought for a moment as she saw the reflection of Veronica, but that the reflection of Ellie was almost gone. With no time to lose, Lizzie and the lost souls of Galviskin quickly rose out of the open window in the room and lined up, an army hundred strong, prepared for the battle. Lizzie then let out a screech, Aah! so loud and filled with anger that it pierced the night sky and rumbled the graves of the cemetery below. Suddenly, swooping out of the third-story window of the house, flew an evil creature with fangs dripping with blood, giant wings outstretched, sharp claws and horns reaching high into the air. The creature's red eyes glowed red as it dove straight toward Lizzie, fearing its bloody fangs. Lizzie quickly dodged the creature but was still scratched by its outstretched claws, and she could feel blood trickling down her face. Immediately, hundreds of lost souls attracted the creature like a pack of piranhas, hungry for the taste of flesh. As the creature, beaten and blooded, fell to the ground, Lizzie watched as it began to change shape, melting into what looked like into a puddle of oil. As the winds died down, Lizzie went to the ground where the creature had been. Was the creature dead? Had the creature been Jackie? Lizzie did know that with the power of the creeps and her new vampire hunting friends that there were many more mysteries lying in store for her on this haunted island. That's the end of part three of the three-part story, Revenge of the Creeps. But is it the really the end of Lizzie's story? Who knows? Ha ah, ha 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 ha. Next, in honor of Halloween tomorrow, we're going to do a new section called Scary Songs, where I sing mine and people in my family's favorite scary songs. Here's my mom's favorite scary song. The worms crawl in, the worms crawl out, the worms play pinnackle on your yes, snout. Billy, your eyes, Billy, your nose, Billy, the jelly between your toes. My little brother, Pierce, is four. His favorite gay song is Five Little Pumpkins Sitting on a Gate. The first one says, Oh, Night is Getting Late. The second one says, There are witches in the air. The third one says, Oh, We don't care. The fourth one says, Let's run and run and run. And the fifth one says, Is it Halloween Bug? the wind, and out, push the light, and five little pumpkins roll out of sight. Here's my favorite scary song. This is a made-up song with my friends. We do a clapping game along with it. Pumpkins, scary cats, scary bats, skeletons. Pumpkins, scary cats, scary cats. Skeletons, yeah, pumpkins turn around, scary cats touch the ground, scary bats kick the zombies out of town, skeletons freeze. American Halloween, my dad's favorite is thriller by Michael Jackson. when I was five, I was too scared to watch the trailer video. I watched a little of it this year, and I wasn't even that scared. I love the zombies dancing. Thank you for joining us today on Revenge of the Creeps and other scary stories. This is Natalie, and I love sharing my scary stories with you. If you like my scores, be sure to like Revenge of the Creeps on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Revenge of the Creeps. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. If you love my stories, tell a friend about Revenge of the Creeps. Remember, you can listen on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and dot soundcloud.com, forward slash Revenge of the Creeps, or on Stitcher. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you have a wonderful Halloween, celebrating with your friends and family. And I you'll get lots of candy. Be sure to join next time, and I'll share a new scary story called The Teeth. How can teeth be scary? Oh, you just wait and see. Ah, ha, ha. i got a happy Halloween.